Everyone wants more money, but most of us weren't taught how to create an abundant life. That's where the Law of Attraction, Manifesting Success Stories show comes in. If you are ready to have more money, create more freedom, and experience more fun, turn the volume up. It's time to learn how to create the prosperity and life you have been dreaming of. Here's your host, Cassie Parks. Hello and welcome to this episode. I am your host, Cassie Parks, and I am back for interview number 27 with Jean Andrus, the menopause guru. Welcome, Jean. Hi, Cassie. How are you? I'm fabulous. How are you? About the same. <laughs> Amazing. Maybe, maybe a little more. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Tell us how your future self has been showing up. Well, my future self just took a two-week vacation where we drove up from our place in Louisiana to my son's place in Vermont. And uh, because of the the COVID situation right now, it had to be a camping trip up there. So my future self was really, really um, prepared but relaxed about it Mm -hmm. so yeah we forgot a couple things and yeah we stopped in a couple places to pick up this or that that we needed but it was just a really really good experience um and it felt very future self it it felt very much like what um what the rest of my life is going to be like i love that what were a few keys to that um, a few of the keys to that were uh, accepting that Jesse is not <laughs> um, quick to get up in the morning and quick to get going in the morning. Mm-hmm. So I had to, uh, in a couple of instances, just sit back and relax and let it happen. So, hmm. um, for instance, Saturday morning, we needed to actually get, well, no. Friday, Friday, we needed to get it to a certain point to be able to pick up the dogs on Saturday. And at some point, we just had to let go of that. We had to say, it's okay. Well, they'll survive two more days. They really don't have that good a sense of time. <laughs> they know it's been forever since they saw us. Right. So it's just forever and a little bit more. <laughs> <laughs> and they were quite happy to see us. That's awesome. And how did that relaxed letting go make your trip better than maybe it would have been a couple of years ago in this same situation? I think because I, you know, I would have been pushing, I would have been, no, we have to get to Chattanooga. We wound up in Bristol, Virginia, and it's another three hours and I would have pushed and then I would have set an alarm clock for six o'clock and we would have both come back miserable and unhappy. And as it was, we got in much later than I expected and went to sleep and got up in the, ne- the next morning and went to brunch and uh, watched football all day and worked out in the yard. Yes, I had to rake leaves through the Saints game. And they won. <laughs> <laughs> but it was it was a much more relaxed. And Jesse didn't get up this morning feeling like he was going to die if he went to work today and mm-hmm. just went to work. So I, I think it's it was much more vacation like yes the drive home was long but it was right. but once we sort of recouped from the actual drive it was it felt like we've been on vacation mhm rather than sometimes when i think a lot of people do this they go on vacation but it 
it's so rigid and there's so much, they bring all that stress of their daily life into vacation. And so it almost feels like it wasn't vacation. It was just another day. Yes. Or another and I couple think, weeks. I think the other thing was that um, I've been playing with one of the, the exercises that you give. And it was, it's a scavenger hunt for stuff from my future life. And mm-hmm. Um, my future life very much includes being in Vermont, New Hampshire. And so I was really hyper aware of what I was seeing that I loved about being up there. And as a result, I think Jesse was much more open to the whole experience of being in New England in the fall. And so he was oh, it's so beautiful up here. I love the the way it looks and um, this feels really good and it's cool. And and so we, I, I really think we're that much closer to being able to spend significant amounts of time up there. Yay, that's awesome. <laughs> and it, what's even more awesome than that is close is the energy of which you are saying it. Right. Because there has been this like when I first met you, it was a push. I mean, and if there's something stronger than it's like pushing with a truck, you know, (laughs) that we need this is where I need to be. And what feels so good right now and what is key to the magic of manifesting is that you're like, we're getting there. (laughs) <laughs> and we can allow, like, because now you can allow things and and have this wonderful trip and and just allow it to take shape instead of trying to force force it in there. Right, right. Yeah. and it, it it just was that. I mean, uh, I could I could look at where we were and say, yeah, this could work someday. Or mm-hmm. looking at uh, pieces of a piece of property and saying, hmm. That looks interesting uh, without feeling like that's got to be the one. Mm-hmm. And so we were, it was a good, good trip, um, even with all the restrictions. Yeah, even with, yeah, which is awesome. And that's what makes it, right? When you're, you get to have a good time no matter what, whether you're, you know, wearing a mask, not wearing a mask, staying away, checking into where you're, st- whatever it is, right? Mm-hmm. Um, when you can live your life um, in addition to all of those things and feel really good, that's awesome. Right. Yeah. I love it. Um, So this is, as we said, interview number 27. This will sort of wrap up a two year. It's almost two years. Um, We're recording October 5th, 2020. And this will come out in the early part of 2021. Uh, What do you think is the biggest difference in the last two years in yourself? I think the allowing. I think that's, (laughs) that is so much, um, Finding inspiration and then learning how to work with that inspiration, um, finding um, not forcing, finding not forcing. Finding not forcing, yes. (laughs) And so was allowing one of those things, because I think we've talked in previous interviews about I love talking about what you thought LOA was versus was allowing one of those things you didn't hear. Like, was <laughs> yeah. it, did you have a different definition than you do no, now? I, I think I didn't hear it. I, I, I heard, you know, keep a focus, uh, 
affirmations, see what you want, that whole detail thing that mm-hmm. I started with, with, you know, instead of writing, I wrote, I was scripting this morning, and one of the things in my script for right now is I get up and run. It's mm-hmm. it's actually a run day, so, and I don't run every day, but my future self and I both run mm-hmm. <laughs> several times a week, and and uh, the script day that I have is a run day. And when I first started scripting, it probably it would have been uh, a twenty five thirty word sentence that talks about running up a curb or <laughs> across a field <laughs> or down the road or what I saw or whatever, whatever. And this morning it was, I ran. Awesome. And <laughs> I totally get that. But it's five times actually, because I run yeah, a lot. <laughs> you ran and then you see this or you do this. And so talk about, I totally get what you're saying, but talk about that for people who are listening. Like, what does that simplicity of I ran, how does that play into allowing and, and unfolding in this bigger picture? Well, when when I started, it was like I got a new car and the car was blue and the car had a five-speed transmission and it had this and it had that and it had air conditioning and it had a sunroof and, you know, and all of these little details, which means that if I get a new car and it's green and it's high mileage and it's it's everything I want that day, it's still not manifesting because it's not that blue car. Right. And so I c- couldn't see the things coming into my life because I was expecting exactly that. Mm-hmm. And by saying, I got a new car, it allows the perfect car to come in mm-hmm. whether it's what i thought it was or not so you know we talk about evidence and this week on this drive i mean i i was planning on seeing a tesla just because a tesla is sort of my definition of a eco-friendly fun car mm-hmm I saw a whole trailer load, you know, whole, <laughs> the whole car load, car hauler thing of Teslas, and they were all wrapped up in white. And I'm like, and this just hit me. The day before that, somebody had come on my Facebook feed, and they had gone to a car dealer, and they said, I got a new for me car, and it was literally wrapped with a giant red bow on it <laughs> and so if you now thinking about it it feels like this tesla's going by all wrapped in white yes and then then uh coming back we saw this car club of 15 15 or so sports cars and they were all different types and it just reminded me that yeah, I, I saw the Teslas, but that doesn't mean that the car that walks into my life is going to be a Tesla. It could be a Dodge Challenger. It could be a Tesla. It could be a Porsche. It could be anything, but it'll be right for me when it's right for me. Yeah, I love that. What I even love most about that is you could see this whole carload of Teslas and you could see 
that's a lot of evidence or you could even (laughs) celebrate or acknowledge like, oh, that means I'm really on board and it's really happening right in a deeper, more believable way. Yes. So a lot of the things that I I had been looking for in this scavenger hunt Mm -hmm. came true not once, but came true multiple times. One of the things that I was thinking about seeing and I actually didn't write the whole list before I left here, but I was thinking about it on my morning walk with the dogs just before we left. One of the things I said was, well, I keep scripting about taking my grandkids to an ice cream shop. I said, so I could see ice cream shop, an ice cream shop. And I saw one on the way up there. And then I saw like four on the way back (laughs) and not, you know, not Dairy Queens, but really Mm -hmm. little teeny homemade ice cream shops and great places to take places to take the kids to a corn maze and places to take the kids apple picking. And no, they weren't necessarily close to them, but that doesn't mean anything at all. just means I saw them and they were all evidence that all of that stuff that I want to do with my grandkids is coming true. Yes, that's awesome. Um, And I think uh, you get to tell me if I'm right or wrong, but I think a lot of this comes down to more consistency. Yeah. Becoming more consistent, which we've talked about this and just this has been evolving. Um, but will you talk about consistency in terms of belief and confidence and success? So there have been times when I've walked away from this whole practice, mm-hmm. um, times when it just wasn't feeling right, or times when I got mad. <laughs> with you and with something that was going on and saying um no this is this isn't working this isn't right and something kept drawing me back well over the last i want to say seven or eight months i've been remarkably consistent now the last couple of weeks i have I've been playing with this scavenger hunt rather than actually scripting every day, but I, I don't think it's gone out of my head for more than more than a few hours when I mm-hmm. haven't been thinking about how what I'm doing and seeing is fitting in as evidence for my future self. But before that period of time, I was doing my assignments every single day and now I'm back Mm -hmm. to doing them every single day now that I'm home and on my computer first thing in the morning and I think what it does is it lets you see what really is coming into your life so for example I was I was the person who didn't think I found money all that time, all the time. Mm-hmm. This past two weeks, I think I found like $4.90 in change and bills and <laughs> plus three twenties. Amazing. Three twenties. <laughs> plus three twenties. I mean, I, one of them, I think I knew was in a pocket somewhere, but then, then I thought I found it and then two more showed up. <laughs> so, you know, what's, what's up with that? I found like $64 in this, uh, over this trip where some of that, 
probably was the same amount of money that fell out of my fell out of another pocket and I found it all over again. <laughs> it doesn't really matter. It's just like, oh, there's money. It's showing up. It was a dime. It was a penny. It was a quarter. It was a handful of change. It was a $20 bill. It just kept showing up. And in the past, I would have reached into my pocket and said, oh, I put the, ch- you know, I put the change from so-and-so mm-hmm. in my pocket. And it wouldn't have been the magic that it is now. Mm-hmm. I just keep seeing the universe supplying what I need. And it's, it's because I'm looking for it. Yes. Yeah. And doing the work. So I get this and I would love to hear it in your words, but how does doing that work consistently make you believe more that the universe is showing you like, here it is, here it is, here it is. There's so much synchronicity between the two. Mm-hmm. Which you miss. Um, so I think what you're saying is like I, when you you're not in it every day, you miss it. Yeah. You miss it yeah. if you're not looking for it. Right. Um, you know, I, when I started playing with the law of attraction, one of the things I realized is that there's, there's a corollary that I call the law of attention. Mm-hmm. And it's like, if you're not paying attention, you don't see it. Right. If you're not paying attention, it can just zip on by you and miss and, you know, you can miss the idea. You can miss the penny. You can miss the, the ice cream shop or the mm-hmm. carload of te- or the truckload of Teslas. They don't mean anything because you're not paying attention to it. Yeah. And when you're not consistent, you're not remembering, oh, yeah, I'm going to live that life. I'm going to live that life and, and seeing it in that way. So, yes, you don't see it, but you also, when you're not consistent, you're more in your let's say current reality than your future reality. And yeah. so you're also missing it because you're not stepping in there. Yeah. 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 You just miss, you just miss out on it and you miss, you miss knowing how much you are already that person and you, how much of that person is already in your life. Mm-hmm. Um, and you get, you get to decide, is this who she's going to be or is this something that we need to work beyond? So, um, I don't know if you'd asked me five years ago, I probably would have told you I had a gardener <laughs> who was doing all the work. Mm-hmm. And yet yesterday afternoon... I came home from brunch and worked out in the yard for three and a half hours. And I won't say I loved every minute of it, um, but it's part of who I am is, Mm -hmm. is the person who attends to this lovely space that I own and have, and is part of my future world as well. Um, So yeah, maybe, maybe she has a gardener part-time that does some of the grunt work, but it's if you pay attention to who you are and what you want you you get to decide whether that's a part of what what you're experiencing is a part of what you want going forward 
Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You get to decide. And so often people jump to, um, I think a lot of people listening are going to have an immediate story. So often people jump to, yeah, like I want a gardener. I wanted this. I wanted that. But when we pull apart sort of all the other things that fill our life, like, and we really start to choose and, and get less busy and slow down and stop pushing and trying so hard. Sometimes we realize those things that we think we want, we do get to choose like, oh, I really like working in my garden. That's what I want. And when my life is open and there's more freedom and there's more space, that is what lights me up and that's what feels good. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Yeah. Which is part of what you've created a lot of in the last two, like especially the last two years, but definitely in the last four years is that space. Because once you stopped pushing, which I would say a lot of the stop pushing came, it's been coming and it gets more and more and more. And this year is just a new level of that. And the last two years are just a new level of that. Um, There's space to see what you really want because we're not so busy pushing to get what we think we want. Exactly. Yeah. I love that. So you brought this up and I want to talk about it. Let's talk about um, these maybe two questions are the same. So I want to say, <laughs> how did you become consistent? But I also have this, I wanted to ask you about routine. And there was something that you must have said, because I have a note, you know, you were what you were trying to get into routine versus what you are doing right now. And I think that's added to the consistency. So one of the things I think that I honestly, one of the things that I think added the most to consistency was, having that morning meeting that we have mm-hmm. for what five or six months yeah where every weekday um i was jumping on at nine o'clock mm-hmm. and i was making good a good four out of five meetings every week and so there was this space that opened up and said you need to be here every morning. So I got into a lot of habit around that. And so I talk about habit in my work all the time because we have this stupid feeling that habit is a, it takes 21 days to build a habit. Well, that's an absolute crock, by the way. It takes months and months and months to, of consistency to really build it into a habit. And it's easy for, it's still easy for me to fall, fall off. It was easy over this last two weeks to just not do it. But to know that this morning I got up and it was calling to me to go ahead and script um, and saying, yeah, you need to, you need to get back to that. Um, and I think that was, that was part of, I think part of it is looking at how that habit makes you feel. Mm-hmm. Um, because if a habit is, if you're just doing something to check off a box or you're just doing something because you have to, as soon as you don't have the option not to, you're going to not to. Mm -hmm. And if you look at it, so eating or exercise or any other thing like that, if you look at how it makes you feel and it makes you feel better 
and it makes you um i don't know grow and you look at that and you say hmm i could keep doing this and it really doesn't get in the way too much and so it becomes easier but to really get there it almost takes being forced into it um honestly it was it was because there was this thing called covid and i needed i mean one of the things one of the wonderful things about that morning meeting was just to see everybody else up and smiling and ready to mm -hmm. face their day um and i i don't want make that sound negative but i mean everybody was was eager to get into their their day and mm -hmm. people would pop by and say i've got a one minute assignment today and and uh I, i'm out of here just wanted to see your smiling faces and it was a real look forward to moment of the day mm -hmm. um it also was was a change for us because we started eating at home more and so we got out of the habit of going to the restaurants every single night and now we make a more deliberate choice and a more deliberate um breakup of of our week so we eat at home way more often and we have a couple of times of the week that we do go out and it works really well but to break up that routine of going out every night it took no restaurants being open <laughs> <laughs> yeah. and it took now it takes sometimes it takes the fact that some of the restaurants just don't feel safe yeah and so i think what you're saying is that both it's it takes something which someone listening to this hopefully by the time this comes out, there's not as much um, COVID restriction. You can do it yourself, mm -hmm. which would be, so somebody that wanted to could, could just say, okay, we're not going out for a week. We're not going out for a month. And it would take more discipline, but it would be yeah. just changing that habit, right? And somebody could say, no matter what, I'm going to get up at eight o'clock, which is a lot of the way that I built the habit. It wasn't hard for me to build the habit of getting up and scripting and doing my work. It was fun. And so I wanted to, but the reason that it's such a habit is because I just got up and I did it every day. There was no, and I didn't make myself, Ooh, I'm curious to hear your, your experience on this. I didn't make myself do perfect. So if I was scripting, I did the time like 20 minutes or whatever I was doing, but I didn't, you know, if normally I script, I don't know, 500 words in 20 minutes, I didn't check myself. If I only got a couple sentences because I was wandering, fine. But I sat down and I gave the space and I did something, some part of it. Yeah, I, I think for those months that we were meeting, it mm -hmm. was easier to do the whole yeah. thing. And, and part of that was I could be sitting here typing and I'd look up and I'd see concentration on Kimberly or Betsy or Becky or somebody. And, and you could see that other people were in that same space. Mm -hmm. And sometimes I could look up and see somebody look staring up into the the you know off to the left or right and and realize that yes 
everybody gets there and, and just dive back in. Mm-hmm. Um, I, right now, I tend to, when Jesse leaves for work at eight o'clock, I tend to pull out, um, I, I first do a quick thing through Facebook if I mm-hmm. haven't already, but then I, then I pull out my scripting or my assignment for the day. And I, mm-hmm. that's really the first thing I do. And then I get dive into work. And so mm. it's, you know, yeah, there are days that it just doesn't work. I mean, there are days that it just doesn't come naturally. And mm-hmm. I don't worry about it. Yeah. What if I think, oh, go ahead. I was going to say, if there's something that interrupts me, if the phone bings and it's something that takes my attention away, I, I go do it and then I come back to it and I try and, you know, if it's a 20-minute script, I try and figure out how much time I've left, let lapse, but go back to it. Yeah. Well, and I think that's key looking back. You said, you know, like when Jesse leaves, because I think the way you tried to build the habit, um, you know, I don't know, a couple of years ago or a year ago, whatever it was, was it has to be at this time versus now it's sort of the first thing after Jesse leaves or the second thing, right? Yeah. Instead of it being, I have to do it exactly at this moment. And so then if Jesse left late, you felt like your whole day was off. Exactly. Right. It's no. Okay. I can flow with that and be flexible when he leaves. It's just happens, you know, then I do a quick Facebook and then that's like the second thing I do. Yeah. Yeah. It works. It works. And it works less well on days when he stays home. (laughs) (laughs) Which is practice, right? (laughs) Yeah. And it's, you know, we're, we're looking at getting to two days after the first of the first of the year and full retirement sometime within the next 10 months, maybe. Yay. That's awesome. Yeah. That's amazing. Again, your energy, if you've been listening to Jean's interviews, this has come up a couple times, but the energy is so, it is loose, relaxed. (laughs) It's so, it's, it's not forced. It's going to happen. It's like, we're looking at it, like, which is in its own way, a much more certain versus I think LOA, in the past, it would have been like, Jesse's going to retire in 10 months. Like, this is the day. And this is what we have to do. And now you're like, oh, it's going to happen. Like, yeah. <laughs> and I, I think it's, well, here's the thing. You can't fail. Right. It can't let you down because there's nothing 100% certain. Right. Other than your future self is going to be the person living this life. Mm-hmm. And so, if Jesse decides, you know, we could have said, well, Jesse will retire when he is 66, because that's what Social Security says he can do. Mm-hmm. And he really isn't ready to retire. He's getting there. Mm-hmm. But he's really not ready to get, get there. And fiscally, we're not quite there. And so... If I had said Jesse is going to retire on July 20th, 2020, uh, and you, uh, 2020. So if we had said 2020, uh, July 20th, 2020, and then things weren't right and things weren't uh, aligned, I could blame myself. Mm-hmm. I could blame the law of attraction. I could blame the universe. I could blame Cassie. I could blame 
any number of things or all of those things and say, Mm -hmm. I failed. But as it is, I was kind of thinking he gets to retire when he's 66-ish. And when he's ready, it'll happen. And I know how to make the finances work. So if he were to come home tomorrow and say, I can't stand it anymore, I'm, I'm I turned in my two months notice or two weeks notice, I would say, great, Mm -hmm. I know how to make this work. And we would make it work. And it would, it would eventually turn into exactly what we've always wanted, (laughs) us (laughs) living part time here in Louisiana and part time in New Hampshire. Mm -hmm. And, and that would be because that was the right time for it to happen. Mm -hmm. But if I pushed and it didn't happen, it would be failing. Yes. And so now I don't fail. I love it. (laughs) I just say, oh, that wasn't the right time for for that to happen. Mm -hmm. And so I go on to the next thing. Well, I think there's a lot more space um, for other people's manifestations and growth and in your life. Whereas before, it's funny that you said half the time in New Hampshire, because I feel like the reason it would have been forced is because it would have been a how. Like, oh, we can't spend half our time in New Hampshire until he retires. Therefore, I need to force the how of him retiring. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And yeah. So, yeah, there's a lot of there's a lot of how there's a and and. I know that it may not be half the time in New Hampshire and half the time down mm-hmm. here. I know it probably won't be 50-50. In fact, I know that there's probably, it'll be 40 and 40 and 20 someplace else. <laughs> 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 or on the road traveling, um, you know, where we can actually spend some time in, in different places. But um, I know that it's all, you know, even even if I sit there and, and calculate out which day we're going to leave that that's not the that's not going to be the reality the reality is going to be that we're going to be up there part of the time and we're going to be down here part of the time and um we're going to be on the road and enjoying our, our lives the rest of the time that's awesome i love it yay um i have this note and so i want to make sure we touch on it but i i was I I was coaching someone else on a call and I said, the three keys to success here are feeling the feelings, doing the assignments and showing up for support. And in the, you know, comments, you were like, yes, yes, you know, chat. And so tell us what that means and how that's impacted your success and getting to this place where, I mean, manifesting is happening fast. It's going to happen a lot faster because of where you've gotten to, because of the allowing and the letting go and the not being able to fail. So feeling the feelings, um, learning that, I think learning that all the feelings are feelings, Mm -hmm. are real feelings. Mm -hmm. Um, The positive and the negative and letting those happen and letting them be part of who you are. And I think that's another common misconception about law of attraction is, is it's all rosy and it's all positive feelings. And when you feel negativity, then you're allowing um, 
allowing yourself to get sick or allowing bad things to happen or what did you do to cause your car to crash into another car um, other than not putting brakes on. <laughs> but, you know, the, the idea that you are responsible for all the positives and the negatives and how did you call in all these negatives? So you're constantly trying to be um, not, uh, always positive. Mm-hmm. And I think so feeling the feelings is about knowing that you have to like feel the feelings in order to get beyond them. Um, and if, if you're still angry over something that happened 10 or 20 or 40 or 50 years ago, it's not, it's going to be affecting who you are and how you deal with the world so you have to feel the feelings to get beyond them and and come to terms with them um doing the assignments uh those are it's bedrock it's it's the putting yourself in there and and then as i think at at one point you say and and this is key to me as well it's not what you do in the 20 minutes you do the assignments every day it's what you do to be your future self the other 23 and a half hours of the day Um, so it's using those assignments to put yourself into that space and i think this trip was really key to that it was a, a real display of that because I was noticing how often I was my future self on that trip, how often I was that way with Miles, how often I was that way with Eliza. By the way, those of you who haven't heard Eliza's name, she is my granddaughter and is uh, four and a half weeks old now. Yay. She's just precious. And I'm so happy to have her in my life and... um, She's a, a part of manifesting and letting go because I always wanted a granddaughter as well as mm-hmm. my Miles. And I just had to say, I want her. I'm hoping she'll ha- happen and then let it go because I can't, couldn't force my, my kid to have another kid. <laughs> and sooner or later, eventually it happened and she is just perfect. So, you know, I was, I was her in all of those places. Now, what was the third point? Um, showing up for support. Showing up for support, yeah. Um, you can't do it alone. Coaching, um, coaching is, is key. Having somebody who can stand outside of you and say, this, you know, think about this. Rethink it, replan it, um, or s- stop planning it, whatever it is. <laughs> right, plan it less. <laughs> plan it less. <laughs> is that like planet Pluto? <laughs> or planet fitness? I'm sorry. <laughs> but it's, it's like you can't see yourself. You can't see what you're doing. You can't see yourself trying to force things to fit. You can't see yourself... Um, getting mad and, and walking away from something that's a good idea or um, 
focusing too much on a good idea that so that it becomes not what you want it to be. Mm-hmm. So the support is key. It's key. It's awesome. I love it. Uh, I have a script that you wrote and I, I'm going to read part of it because I had a note and the reason I put it in here is that because I want to know if you ever thought it was possible to even not just live this life, but to even ask for this life, right? Okay. And so it's from, it was a scripting exercise in August and it, it must have been part of Manifest 10K. So, okay. Um, Everything always works out better than I expect, exclamation point. Over the years working with Cassie, it's amazing how my expectations have changed, and yet still everything works out better than I expect. It always costs less, yields more, or is a better experience than I initially thought it would be. I go into something thinking it will be awesome. It's not. It's double chocolate awesome with sprinkles on top. It's fabulous. Whether it's a party or a parade or just hanging out, whether it's doing a class or a webinar or working with a client or recorded podcast, it's an amazing experience. I meet someone or learn something or find the perfect pair of shoes on my way to the meetup. Yep, double chocolate uh, with sprinkles on top. Uh, and then I'm going to skip to this part. My life is good because it's it's more about how awesome life is. My life is so good. My abundance is so full. The magic is always there and it's always sustaining me. I love how money flows to me and through me so that when I need it, it's always there. So things always turn out better than I expect. Yeah. <laughs> did you, when we started four years ago, did you ever even think you could? I mean, it's so in the moment. It's so everything is awesome. Yeah. Um, Double chocolate with sprinkles on top. (laughs) (laughs) You know, it's it's sort of. um, I'm one of those. I I grew up as one of those people who, even though I had lots good, it was sort of like waiting for the other shoe to drop. And now I'm waiting to find the right pair of shoes at the. (laughs) (laughs) You're writing right at the the consignment (laughs) shop, (laughs) (laughs) and they fit right and they don't hurt. (laughs) Yeah, 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 and just right waiting for someone to add sprinkles to your ice cream, right? Yes, yeah, to make it better. Yeah, it's so amazing. Yeah, I love it. Uh, anything else on your heart or mind that you want to share today as we sort of, of course, we'll be back for more, but as listeners are listening, this will be a wrap up of, of two years in the last two years. And, um, um, I think what I've learned is don't stop living right now in anticipation of what's coming Mm. because what's here right now is already really pretty damn good Mm -hmm. yeah i love that amazing uh what are you looking forward to in 2021 what are some Maybe it's just more awesome. Or what do you think will be some cool things that might happen or it would be really fun if they happened? Well, um, 
I'm developing a new class for my uh, clients and awesome. potential clients. And I've decided um, to make it a really super affordable experience for people so that uh, I can change more lives. Awesome. Menopause is still really um, important. I'm looking forward to seeing how this whole retirement thing plays out and whether or not that means that we are going to be able to be in New Hampshire or more or to take some trips elsewhere. Um, I I think it's just uh, there's so much awesome coming. And it's the anticipation of every day that makes life really fun and worth living. Awesome. Well, tell everyone how they can connect with you and um, get to know more about what you do and how you can help them eliminate the symptoms of menopause. So I, my website is menopause.guru and I am menopause guru on Facebook and you can connect with me in either place and there are ways to do that on both. So I'm looking forward to helping you if you are experiencing symptoms or don't know if the ex- what you're experiencing is menopause because lots of us don't get that information. Awesome. Well, thank you, Jean, for sharing this moment and all the moments that you have so graciously shared. You're welcome. And thank you all for listening. Make sure to come back next time and check out what other awesome has shown up in Jean's life. Thank you for joining us on the Law of Attraction Manifesting Success Stories show. To learn how to attract more money into your life, go to your favorite book retailer and order Cassie's book, Manifest, $10,000.